Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's, it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. This is episode number 74. How one's thoughts make one think. What I would like to discuss with you today is how one's thoughts make one think. And what I'm talking about here is the issue of presuppositions in our thinking. Because if you examine something which may be very uh, touchy or volatile, and um, you've got a whole bunch of presuppositions taking place in your mind, well, in a sense, you could say that you're already your own judge, jury, and executioner. And that is one of the biggest problems facing us today. Because <clears throat> everybody is having a knee-jerk ideological reaction. And in reality, we could uh, actually take a, a lesson from the character, the dude in The Big Lebowski, and just uh, sit back a little bit and say, um, you know, will you just take it easy, man? Now, I, a uh, couple, three weeks ago, as many of you know, we had the hearings concerning what took place on January 6th and how responsible Donald Trump as president was or was not. And that's what uh, supposedly those hearings were about. And in my estimation, that wasn't really what it was about. It was about something else, as often is the case. But fortunately, 
there were glimmers of hope, however small those embers may burn, that uh, so-called ultra-conservatives or very conservatives, if you are of a partisan mindset, um, and the case in this case, I'm talking about the statements made by Liz Cheney, we're very rational. We're very thoughtful, balanced, and rational. And um, it being uh, being the person that I am, which I want to tell you, um, as I have said many times, that to the very best of my ability, I try not to be or come across as partisan. And I'm, I'm actually going to go a bit deeper into that in a little bit. But for the time being, I just wanted uh, to try to illustrate that point. Let's see. Um, just fairly recently, there was an article that I read that um, it mentioned... Some statements that was made by Representative Marjor Marjorie Taylor Greene. And uh, let's see, just to um, skim over this very briefly. And uh, she stated that... Um, She lamented how people who threaten transgender people and drag queens may lose their guns as states are encouraged to pass red flag laws. Last week, the Senate passed a bill to reduce gun violence that included a provision to incentivize states to pass red flag laws which allow judges to temporarily take guns away from people who are determined to be dangerous. Green said that this is bad because conservatives who threaten transgender people could be disarmed under such laws. She said that the laws, quote, would be a tool to disarm any gun owner that wants to stop abortion the trans agenda on kids, mass illegal migration, and big government oppression suffocating our families, faith, and freedoms. Um, yeah, in a series of tweets, Green said that judges will use, 
quote, the threat against trans people and school boards allowing drug, drag queen school shows, end quote, to declare that people making those threats, quote, the right-wing domestic terrorist. Well, you know, I could go on, but I'll just say at this point that here we have two people. Both are conservatives, Republicans, and um, one of them seems balanced, thoughtful, and rational, whereas, in my opinion, one of them sounds as crazy as cornflakes and should be in a straitjacket in a rubber room. Can you guess which one it is? Um, the absurdity of the statements made by Taylor Green is it's, um, well, I don't know what else to say. It's, it's fucking crazy as cornflakes. First of all, first and foremost, let's, let's, let's try to introduce some sanity at some point here. The trans gender population is very small and despite what is being relentlessly said from people such as her they don't have an agenda now, there are, regardless of one's sexual orientation, you know, there are crazy people, there are extremists in all walks of existence. So, yeah, you can be a gay person or a trans person, and you also can be as reactionary, misinformed, or uninformed, and as crazy as cornflakes, apparently as Miss Taylor Green. So, that is not representative of a group. And, um... To be perfectly open and honest with you, based on everything that I know, there is no nefarious agenda that has been stated as it's been stated. As a matter of fact, if we're talking about 
say, classic liberals. I am not saying neolibs, which the neolibs, as far as I'm concerned, are simply a separate branch, believe it or not, of conservatism. So, even though it has the name liberal in it, neolibs are anything but. And I will tell you that, yes, unfortunately, they absolutely do have an agenda. But it's not, let's not connect that with the whole transgender thing because they're separate. It's a separate deal. And frankly, as far as actual liberals, real liberals, not whack job, crazy ass liberals, they really don't care. They they are um, a very, the overall mindset is a very relaxed, live and let live kind of attitude. And they don't want to, you know, force anything on anyone. Or put once again, as Jeffrey Lebowski would say from the Big Lebowski, you know, um, you just really need to relax, man. But, um, I'm confounded because, to be perfectly honest with you, this is very frightening because Folks like Marjorie Taylor Greene, and ironically, I will tell you that they also exist on the left. It's a different form of crazy, but it is crazy nonetheless, and I'll get to that shortly. It makes this difficult to understand, but you just have to understand or try to understand that you simply cannot take the word, say, Democrat or Republican or liberal or conservative and just very simply break it down into this, this huge blob, and it's pretty much, this is it. Just people do that, because they're lazy. They don't want to think. It's, it's easy to do that. It's easy to just take things as they're presented, especially if the things that are presented are presented from 
certain areas of mass media, and that is the prevailing narrative. And that's what you hear endlessly. So it, yeah, it, it, it makes sense that many people would believe this, but that is not the case. I have known and have, have met and known and decided to no longer know or associate with many people who called themselves liberals when in fact they weren't. And even when I was finally able to break things down with them through conversation, just finally getting something through to admit something, they would just say, okay, okay, well, I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a classic, I'm a neoliberal. And I'm like, yeah, you're a neoliberal. And within that, uh, that paradigm, the next step is to point out and demonstrate um, that this is its own twisted form of fascism. And again, that may sound strange, <laughs> especially if, you know, to say one is a, a liberal yet a fascist within the same breath, it sounds, well, <laughs> they, it sounds like quite a contradiction, but in reality, I'm telling you it's not. Um, for instance, um, one, just as, as a simple example, one um, point and part of, say, being a, a neoliberal is there, there is a very strong tendency for those folks, I'm saying, as a group, not every individual, to be very woke. Now, have to break this down. <clears throat> there are, in effect, in real terms, different definitions of or what has what has been defined as being woke. So, if you take myself, for example, I am very woke. I am very woke. But I am of a generation where what woke has become currently is and has been so utterly twisted and distorted that if I say, well, I'm woke, it has a 180 degree different meaning than what the current definition of woke is. I hope you're able to follow this. <clears throat> so by my definition, or what you might say is an 
old school definition or an actual definition going back to when the term originally started and what it originally meant. I'm very woke. I have tried the best that I can in my life to be woke. But by the modern definition, no. I am not, nor do I want to be woke. So, that is what I'm trying to um, illustrate. This is why I said in a previous uh, episode that if you took, for instance, um, a good example might be a, uh, a stable, good um, uh, Republican, classic Republican, uh, one of our presidents would be Harry Truman. And truth be told, by the modern definitions of conservatism, um, he'd be considered a liberal. <laughs> as, as fucking crazy as that sounds, he would. Truman, yes. And that's why, you know, when I'm with family or friends, those few times, you know, we're going out and and I say something, you know, when, when things came up and someone at some point, they uh, they mentioned, they said, well, what, what did you think? I said, you know, would you, oh my God, would you want, you know, why don't you just get a, a Republican as a president? And I said, well, it depends on the Republican. And, you know, I get these, these looks. And he said, really? Uh, who'd you have in mind? Like Reagan? I said, oh, Oh, God, no. <laughs> God, no. No, no, no. No, but, uh, I don't know, Harry Truman, and they kind of, you know, they scoff at this, <laughs> Truman? And they, I said, yeah. Yeah. Considering, considering what he, his policies, and what he did, and how he behaved, and how his... His administration, by comparison to the lat what the shit that we've had for the last twenty years, by any rational criteria, yes, you're damn straight. Give me Harry Truman any day, any day of the week, baby. He's got my vote. You're damn straight. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Um. So it, it makes, especially, particularly if you are listening to this, if you're a really young person, if you're in your, you know, early, mid-20s, and you're, you're not following, I'm doing the best I can to help. Because <laughs> I know this can, you know, this can seem really confusing. But yeah, um, things have, um, their definitions have been, um, for 
multiple reasons. Um, namely, you know, political expediency. Um, things have just been warped and twisted to the point where they are unrecognized. They are unrecognized. They would be unrecognizable to people if you could time travel and you looked at the ideologies and just people that could look at things, it would be utterly unrecognizable um, to people, say, from the 40s or 50s. It's that bad. So, um, so in terms of classic liberals, they are not wanting to take away your guns. They are not working for the gigantic hordes of the queer agenda to take away your Bibles. And, and they, they just, frankly, I'm, I'm talking about that segment. And that's, in, in general, that's the older guys, guys like me. They just don't give a shit. You know, because they believe coming from what used to be an actual, at least much more democratic um, point of view, is that, hey, you know, that's your business. They want to leave you alone. And that's, for many years, is exactly what they did. I mean, all the good things that we had that came from um, the 1970s to protect, let's say, our health in our food, in our food supply, in the meat industry, the Pure Food and Water Act, there were various acts that were put into laws that actually had some protection and actually had some teeth in them. And of all people who did this, it was the, um, the guy that, uh, well, who um, left office in disgrace or the whole hyperbole that was built around that. Um, but uh, those things were done by Richard Nixon, a Republican. So you have to put things in context. And in order to do that, you have to just do a, a bit of studying and, you know, know just a bit about this stuff and your history. And... Uh, yeah, but um, I am not on on board um, with uh, neoliberalism, and you guys out there, please feel free. Um, look it up. I don't know. Do a Google search. However, it is you find it. Hopefully, from a reliable source. Um say, you know, liberalism versus neoliberalism. 
and hopefully um, you'll be able to find some useful information. One, one good technique I feel that can work very well if you're really interested in getting some sort of uh, usable, workable truth is you have to do this by consensus. So you might have to um, try to get some information and reports, um, hopefully not cherry-picked from a certain biased source, uh, but um, try to find something that is research-based um, and um, follow the consensus. And usually that will get you going in the right direction. So, you know, some of these people are just fucking plain stupid. They're ignorant. And to my knowledge, the only thing that a fool accomplishes by convincing anyone of anything is to produce another fool. Eventually, you have enough fools that are parroting other fools, and that's exactly what happened with the fascism of the 30s, which carried over from Italy to uh, Nazi Germany. And we all see how that ended up. It didn't, it didn't go very well. Now, to wrap this up, just a, a bit more information. If I was going to advise an attitude, let's say, in general, is to try as best as you can to... Stop thinking in a um, in terms of ideas and their um, partisan alignment, and think of them in terms objectively as good ideas or bad ideas. Good ideas or bad ideas are not partisan. It is not associated with Democrats or Republicans. A good idea is a good idea, regardless of its source. And a bad idea is a bad idea. But one is not wholly dependent on political identification. As an example, I just mentioned earlier, um, neoliberalism is basically, um, this is, it's, it's a play on words much like Adolf Hitler did 
with the name of his his organization as being National Socialist. <laughs> it's it's sort of a it's a contradiction. It's an idiotic contradiction in terms. Um, it it's um, yeah. Um, socialism, true socialism, it strives to improve the lives of working people anywhere. And to say something is national socialism is to say, well, okay, we want everything to be good and fine and better or equal or whatever for Germans. And uh, it, it's it, it's just it's it's nonsensical. It's it's just stupid. Well, in a sense, <clears throat> it's almost you could argue the same point. And I know I fully realize that I'm going to piss off a lot of you neolibs out there, and that's fine. That's you know. You know, uh, say what you have to say. You know, uh, you know how to contact me. That's fine. But other people in different places who live in many, many different what different ways and have grown up very differently, they need to, they need to know this, and they need to know again that just because you have a D or an R before your name or after, your beliefs are not satrosanct. They are not given by God. And some of those are just fucking stupid. And the point is, regardless of what side you think you're on, you know, it's time to grow up and admit, hey, you know, that, that, was, that was really a dumb idea. <laughs> that is what an intelligent adult does. I say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. It was really dumb. I was in the heat of the moment, and I was um, I was just high on, you know, pro this rhetoric or or what have you. But so, in conclusion, like I said, all folks from all so-called sides. And we really need to get rid of this sides thing. Because you know what? There are no sides to objective truth. And that's maybe something that I can talk about real soon. Because for many folks out there, they uh, they do not they do not know or or understand the difference between objective truth and subjective truth. 
And that's something for another time. But in the meantime, I, I hope that I was able to throw some kind of uh, uh, enlightenment information on this subject, on this continuing uh, condition that many of us are going through um, because this shit needs to end, folks. It really does. We need better, calmer, and smarter heads to prevail. With that, I would just like to say that I hope you had a good day today. And I hope you have an even better day tomorrow. Take care.